Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a brand new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, Margie. Hello, Pumpkin. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Look at the sun shining on your face. How gorgeous is that? Glorious. I am inside and not just... No, I know, yes. but it's through the window. And you're absolutely Sitting outside, lovely. bathing in the sun. <laughs> but you look gorgeous. Um, thank you very much. Thank you. Today is a longer episode. It's one of our yeah. fortnightly Wednesday episodes, uh, which we did recently miss a Wednesday fortnightly episode. So I just want to apologise to anyone that was waiting for that. Um, I'm not going to pretend that there was a good excuse. It was just that I didn't realise we were due one and we were just on the Monday mini train. So, yes, apologies for that. Um, and hopefully last week's, well, two weeks ago, one, uh, Wednesday, longer episode and today's makes up for it. Yes. In, our, in quality, no pressure, mum, because you're leading on this one. So just thought I'd raise the stakes a bit before we get going. Okay. Well, there is no pressure at all there on that one, is there? Do you so- like that? Do you think that's helpful or? <laughs> helpful? Probably not. Isn't this all about? the hell yes and not feeling pressured or stressed but anyway there we go let's um let's go for it I am yeah um yeah no I was I was discussing with you wasn't I really about um there's this word you know that we can use that can cause us stress and and I just want to be really aware of it's something that I think is really important that we do um that we follow through on and I think it's really important that we don't get stressed by it so I really want to Um, just bring a different light to this today. And that's the word perseverance, you know, Um, and it kind of gets a little bit, I think, lumped in with determination. And they, those words, I think, can feel quite heavy and they can feel quite uphill. And it, and, and I've thought that before, to be honest. And I was working with a client last week and she's been working with me for quite a long time on this specific goal that she's had um and it's more of a how can I put it it's not a tangible goal it's more a goal in relation to being actually um and bless her she actually got it in our last session and I knew she got it because she uses the words I get it. And I'm just really excited when she says those words. I just really, really love it because I know she's got it. Um, And she really, really has. And our last session working together will be next week. So I'm, I'm just absolutely thrilled for her. But the thing that was really, really clear to me was, man, she's persevered. You know, she's persevered having coaching sessions with me even if she hasn't been in, in other words, if she's got it intellectually, but it hasn't dropped properly. She still carried on having sessions, really, really wanting to understand and wanting to achieve what it was she wanted to achieve. And she's done it in, you know, with real um, spirit, with real um, wanting, real enthusiasm. And she's really stuck to that. And it was a different way that I felt of the word persevering. She she really rocked up to every session with a real thirst to get where she wanted to go to and get to. And she's really done it. And 
I just thought, wow, do you know what? That's been a long time coming for her. And yet she was really, really up for it. And now she's, she's buzzing, you know, and I think it's quite easy sometimes to come off of that and to not carry on persevering. It feels like too much hard work, but if you carry on and you can carry on in a way that feels good to you, oh my gosh, you really will reap the rewards. So that was really what started off that whole thing for me. Rather than persevering, maybe seeming a little bit too much like hard work, maybe you could turn it around, change perspective on it, and actually work with it in a different way. Uh, yeah, I I really like that. I'm, I'm really chuffed for her. Would it be useful to just give a definition of persistence or perseverance? So perseverance is persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Um, and I'm actually going to put a little, a little spin on what you said, because I actually think sometimes if it is hard, you know, actually hard, whether that's, I don't know, physically, mentally or whatever, I think it just makes it sweeter at the end when you actually achieve the thing. So I wouldn't even say that, you know, I think sometimes a little bit of discomfort, a little bit of stress can kind of actually have benefits down the road. And obviously you don't want too much stress. You don't want to be living in permanent stress or permanent anxiety. That's totally not what you want. But I think, you know, little bits here and there where we then see the benefits afterwards. I recently, and this is a very minor example, I know, so no one come for me. Um, but <laughs> I recently, I mentioned in my newsletter that I've been trying to say yes to more opportunities because I think post-COVID, I just got way too comfortable, um, was comfortable with you know my friends, was comfortable with the things I did, was comfortable with my habits, all of that. And I just got into a, into a routine um, that I don't actually think was... I think I needed a bit more discomfort to actually make me feel really good. And so recently I was invited to a writing workshop really kindly by someone I met through work. And I could have said no to this workshop. Um, obviously, everyone's got the, the choice to say yes or no. I wasn't being forced to attend. And I thought, you know, there are a few reasons I could have said yes. So one, it's obviously out of my comfort zone. I'm not a writer. Um well, I say that I do write a newsletter, um, yeah. but I'm not a, a writer in the traditional sense. And, you know, two, I was worried that there may be um, the risk that I'd have to share something publicly with the other people there. And I didn't know if I feel comfortable doing that. And then I also, you know, is with people I didn't know. So that that's always a thing. I'm a bit of an introvert. So, you know, that crosses your mind. And then also it was on a Sunday morning. And Sunday mornings, we normally take Ralph on a long walk. So that would kind of cut into that time where I'd have to, you know, renegotiate what my morning or what my day looked like. And as we all know, I'm a planner. And so that can make me a little bit uh, nervous, a little bit testy. Yeah. So, um, but I said, yes, I was like, you know what, what a great opportunity being offered this. So lovely. I really respected the person that was doing the workshop. And so I went along and I was absolutely chuffed that I did it. Um, and, you know, it was uncomfortable in the sense of there was a little bit of discomfort and that I was doing exercises I'd never done. Do you know what I mean? Like writing exercises and I was asked to speak. I didn't have to share anything, but I, you know, I had to kind of contribute and that was absolutely fine. So I, I do think that a bit of discomfort and kind of persevering through that discomfort can actually bring you a lot down the road. And I don't want to, although I do want to 
you know, live a kind of peaceful, contented life, I think you almost don't appreciate that peace and that contentment if you haven't had a bit of discomfort and if you haven't had a bit of the opposite. And I just think it's everything in moderation. Um, And I just think it's also knowing where to get those feelings from is really important. And that can change it from a negative to a positive. So for example, if where you're getting your discomfort is in your relationship, or do you know what I mean? Your relationship with your friends or your parents, that's really not ideal. You know, these are hugely important relationships and they shouldn't be bringing you kind of anguish or, 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 you know, um, dread or anxiety or anything like that. But if it's the, oh God, I said that I would do a 10K run. How the hell am I going to do that? Oh, I feel really rough during this thing. I really wish it was over and I really wish I'd never agreed. But then at the end you're buzzing. I feel like that's a different type of hard difficult thing do you you get what I mean and it's not just with physical stuff it could be with mental stuff too but I think that's the key for me is actually bringing more discomfort into my life in healthy ways and then persevering through that discomfort has a real kind of payoff at the end and in the moment because you're like oh I really didn't want to go for a run today and I'm actually doing this like go me do you know what I mean you can give yourself a bit of praise yeah Yeah. no definitely I also think though that you know, we can bring in the element of, you know, sometimes we do feel like it's easier as in laziness, you know, we've said about this before, but I do mean that, you know, we we do prime ourselves for that, for laziness. And I do have, um, it's happened quite a lot with clients with me, um, where I'm helping them to change their mindset and they'll turn like around calling them lazy that's pretty savage <laughs> no no but they'll turn around and say to me this is so hard and um bless them that's the point that I'm there you know to hold their hand through it and and to support them through it but for them it feels so hard and as i say to them you know if you weren't ready for this you wouldn't be doing it you know you really wouldn't but then it's if it's hard it's staying the course like you just said it's staying the course like my Uh, client I was speaking about so that you can as you say get the fruits of your of your work um but it's finding a way when it gets hard because you can yeah you can visualize the end journey you can visualize you running that 10k and getting to the end of the finishing line that's something really tangible but when it's something intangible and it's shifting a mindset or something like that it isn't so easy to visualize that shift in mindset other than maybe things that you would be saying differently or the way you would be feeling as a result of your mindset change. But it really is about, you know, if you don't have that tangibility, just allow yourself to find a perspective where if you wanted to change this mindset, which you did because you started the journey, it's what perspective could you look at it from so that you can carry on with the journey when you're saying, gosh, this is so hard. Gosh, this is so hard. You know, that that's what I'm saying. So it's not even really a discomfort that does kind of go into a little bit of discomfort, but it does also go into a little bit of no, no, I just want it to be easy. Let's go back to my comfort zone um, because it's too much effort. It feels a bit too much like effort. And then we are kind of also then feeling like, oh, no, you know, I don't want to. So that does bring in a little bit of laziness, but a little bit of we, I want to feel a bit more complacent. And I get that. So maybe, but we, until we shift that, change a perspective on that, you're not going to get to the end of the journey. 
that particular journey. You're never going to get to the end of the journey anyway, but I mean that particular journey. Yeah. Speaking about laziness, I read a book recently called Discipline is Destiny by Ryan Holiday. Sorry, say that again. Discipline is Destiny by Ryan Holiday. I read his book recently and um, he is kind of like a modern philosopher and he kind of modernizes Stoic philosophy and makes it accessible for people now. And um, I think he's a really great writer. I really recommend, you know, his books or at least the ones that I've read. But there's this quote um, in the intro of the book, and I thought it was really relevant to what we just discussed. No one has a harder time than the lazy. No one experiences more pain than the glutton. Than the? Glutton. Yeah. Like the gluttonous. Yeah. And I just think that's so spot on um, Mm. because it's, the thing is with being lazy and we all have those moments, this is not a judgment in any way, but when I feel lazy, that is when I feel worst mm-hmm. because I'm not happy about it. You don't enjoy the laziness. Do you know what I mean? So like no. if I was at uni, for example, and I had an essay due and I was just lying in bed, not doing the essay, I'm not enjoying lying in bed. I'm thinking, God, I should really be doing that. Essay. <laughs> no, no, I Do you know what I mean? And it would be so much easier if I just stopped being yeah. lazy, whatever word you want to replace with lazy, if you don't like that, but yeah. just, and actually did the thing. Because you you're still but you're still using you're the still, energy, aren't you? <laughs> totally, you're still yeah. using the energy because you still care about the yeah. thing. You're still thinking um, about it. Same thing. Oh, I should have gone for a run today. Oh, you're just regretting that you didn't go for a run. Yeah. You're not enjoying the fact that you got to chill and watch Netflix. So, <laughs> I totally agree with that quote. Like you just you kind of you know you're giving yourself a hard time. And the way I look at it, this month I've done this thing where I've got up every day at six a.m. Um, and for me, that's difficult because what used to be difficult because I was a snoozer, snooze would always snooze the alarm multiple times. Um, and especially the winter when it's dark outside, when you wake up and you just want to get out of bed. But what I've been doing to kind of force myself out of bed um, is how will I feel if I don't? Mm. So that's a question I've been asking myself. Same thing if I want to go for a run, same thing if I don't know, there's another, you know, choice in front of me and, you know, it's not ideal to do one of the things. It's like, how would I feel after? And I think that's really helped me because it was like in that moment, I would have loved to have stayed in bed, cozy, warm, do you know what I mean? And and not got up and kind of, you know, done this thing. I've told myself at least every day in November, I'm going to get up at 6am and I've managed it so far, you know, 20 days. Mm, So imagine how I'd feel though, if I'd missed a day, I would have just been absolutely gutted. And it would be my fault. It's no one else's fault. Do you know what I mean? I've chosen to just not get up. And for what? To what? For five more minutes of sleep, 10 more minutes of sleep. And so I think that's a useful question when you are wanting to persevere or you're kind of, you know, finding that hard and it's not coming kind of naturally. How how would you feel if you didn't do this thing? How would you feel if you gave up? How would you feel if you didn't persevere? Um, And it just, it means that kind of you're your own incentive. I think sometimes we put our incentives for doing things on other people or on the results. Do you get what I mean? So Mm. I won't eat that chocolate bar because then I won't gain weight or I won't, um, you know, do this thing because it will upset that person. Whereas I think if you do it for yourself, you're a lot Mm. more likely to be successful because it's like, well, how will I feel? I will feel X, Y, and Z and then negative emotions. And I don't want to feel that. So I'm just going to get on with it. You know, you can, I kind of almost use like the natural tendency we have as humans to feel like guilty. You could use that to your advantage. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I get that. And if you take that to the wider scale, so in other words, like you say, you're getting up at 6am 
or going for a run or whatever. But if you take that to the bigger scale of your goals in life, and then you might hit a little bit of a boulder. Um, and, you know, instead of finding a way, persevering around that, you kind of then say, man, no, I just, no, it's, it's, it's hard. You know, that, that it's hard. It's too hard. Um, then you look back again a year later and because you haven't persevered, then how do you feel? So a bit like you said, how would you feel if you missed a morning of getting up at six, of not getting, well, you missed one morning of getting up at six. How would you feel? How would you feel a year down the line when that goal that you've had that you wanted, that you started, you did start the journey of that, but because it hit a boulder, you actually kind of, mm, no, it's, it's too hard. Um, instead of maybe persevering with trying to find a solution somewhere from somebody somewhere along the line. What, how do you feel then? You know, that's maybe a question to ask yourself, like you said, Hull, and then, then if you put it in that on that bigger platform, how do you feel that you've kind of, it's, and not as in no regret, it's just acknowledge how you feel, such as it would be great if I had done it. Okay, well, if it's great that you would have done it, what about starting that now again? And any, but committing now to any boulders that come up, they're just they're just opportunities to find solutions to move forward, you know? And that's what I'm saying. Change your perspective on it. Change your perspective on it so that you can persevere. You can go through to the end of the journey because otherwise, as you say, whole, you're kind of wasting your energy focusing on the fact that you wish you had done it and then you haven't done it. So you haven't got the fruits of it anyway. I, when I used to, a bit like you were saying, when I used to help people lose weight, one of the really important things to help them lose weight was for them to write their food diary, okay? And you, you could kind of see the results if they had written it, very likely to either have stayed the same or lost weight. And if they hadn't, have, then you know that um, likely, I'm not saying all the time, but likely they would have gained, okay? Now, those that didn't write their food diary, it was because they couldn't, and they were honest, this isn't me, they couldn't be bothered, you know, that they had it in their head as in, oh yeah, I can estimate that and I can estimate that. But hear that, they had it in their head all the time. One, I can estimate was the thing. And two, the other thought was, oh no, I should be doing it actually. I should actually be writing it down. So every single day in between weighing, they weren't persevering with it, but they were spending their time thinking about it and then not getting the rewards at the end of it. I think that if you can persevere through the things that you set yourself, you'll find it a lot easier to persevere when life just throws you stuff that's hard. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I agree with that. It's almost like a muscle. Mm. That resiliency is a muscle mm. that you can either um, train or not. And don't mm. get me wrong. Sometimes we have so much stuff to persevere through, you know, that is outside of our control that actually persi persevering through any discomfort that we kind of put ourselves through, we don't need that at that point. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And if yeah. that's anyone listening right now, I totally get that, you know, and you want to stick and hold on to as much comfort as you can find. Absolutely, you know, spot on. But when we do get those moments of kind of in our lives where we feel there is you know, you are feeling more that contentment and more that peace, or you've managed to kind of move some, through some things. 
I do think that it's it's like that kind of thing. You know, if you're losing weight, for example, for yourself, you want to do that food diary for yourself. It's not because you're going to say anything. Like it's not, you know, it's not like you're going to get anything, a reward apart from your meeting your own goals. And so I think that's, you know, something that's been useful for me is, you know, putting myself through things that I need to persevere that are on a very small scale just helps me a bit or I like to think that when the hard stuff does happen as it does you do you know what it's less of a shock you know and you're kind of um you've got better tools to, yeah. to deal with it yeah, yeah I, if that makes sense yeah that really does I think that's a really good point yeah you have more you, you have the tool you, you well you've practiced the tools haven't you you know so you know the whole point isn't it really when I mean we're going slightly um, off piste here but when you're when you are stressed you know the thing you're always looking for is recovery you know that that's the point so if you are persevering through a, a tricky time having those tools like you've just said Hull that you can practice helps the recovery through the perseverance a lot better so um yeah that's great so I really hope yeah, I really hope this has helped, you know, I just, because, you know, obviously with the work I do and just the passion I have, I would love people to, you know, to just, I'd say love their journeys. That's maybe asking a little bit too much. Um, trust me on that one, but, you know, it's finding, <laughs> it's finding your way through, but it's just making that commitment in the first place to find your way through, to actually get to where you want to get to. And you know what, when you, when you've got those boulders, embrace them, find a way around them, shift the perspective. And, um, by going on that journey, you know, that leads to that growth and expansion that you're here for anyway. Mm. So, and the positives that perseverance can bring. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I yeah. So, we, it just, so it just brought a different twist for me on that word perseverance. So when I, yeah. um, it, it was, it was so lovely to see, it was lovely to see how she felt. So that was really yeah, good. And I guess we control the narrative of the word. So yeah, you, know, for you sure. decide if perseverance is a negative word, you decide if resilience is a negative word or discipline or whatever. It's, it's kind of your, your spin on it. Mm -hmm. And I think if you just choose to take a positive spin on it, then you can really use it to your advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Margie, for that topic. I really Thank hope you. everyone listening enjoyed that episode. As always, feedback is more than welcome. We love hearing from you. And we also love hearing your topic ideas as well. Uh, if you do want to leave a rating or a review, depending on the podcast platform that you listen to us on, that would be hugely appreciated. But until we see you next week from Monday, Vinny, we hope you have a wonderful week. Living a hell yes. Bye-bye.